Hey, I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Heidi. We have 30 years combined experience in the beauty industry that we want to share with you. We want to help you build a strong foundation for a better beauty business. Hey, everybody. Well, hello. How's everybody today? Good. Yeah? I'm good. You're good? It's a nice day outside. Thinking about retiring. Oh, soon, (laughs) soon. (laughs) Wouldn't that be lovely? We've only got 464 years left. (laughs) Can I just, I can't retire next week? Well, did you buy your Powerball ticket? No. Man, you're not retiring next week (laughs) or next year. Or ever. Well, maybe, maybe sometime. If you follow the plan, then if you follow our plan, you probably will be able to retire. Just not next week. Correct. So today we're going to talk about retirement. Yep. And I know most of you are right out of school or still in school and you're going, ugh, what did these, well, uh, retirement, I don't need to know about that. (laughs) I'm not going to retire for like 50 years. Well, here's the big secret. The sooner you start doing it and putting it into mutual funds and IRAs, um, So basically, get yourself a really good financial advisor. Uh I would suggest doing research and interviewing at least three of them. You know, and if you don't want to do the research, maybe ask your parents who they use or, you know, someone you trust. And you can always start there. You can always move on. Just make sure you go with someone who's very trustworthy. But um, you do want to start pretty much right away because let me read to you a little example of the rule of compounding. This is what made me apparently not jump on the bandwagon at 20. (laughs) It took me about six times of hearing it. And then I was like, why didn't I do that? Because I kept going, oh, I'll do it next week. I'll do it next year. And then all of a sudden I'm 30 and I went, ah, shit. So let me tell you a little about the rule of compounding. So if you start, say 250 bucks a month, and you guys don't even have to start this high. You can start some of the buy, like to buy the actual thing is like $100 and then you can put whatever you want in it. So that's why you talk to a financial advisor and figure out the best plan. But if you were just to put it, um, just invest some money, I think it's in like a mutual fund, mm-hmm. or something you know, like or that. something that's going to grow. Anything that has an interest rate that you're going to grow more than a savings account, which is like 0.001 cent or whatever. Yeah, 0.00 like three or something. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So say you start with $250 a month and you start at age 25. At age 20 or at age 65, you will have $878,000 by age 65. Now, if you wait 10 more years to do the exact same thing, you will have $375,000 at age 65. It's half. Half. And at age. In 10 years. Yes. And 10 10 more years. years, if you wait till you are 45 to retire at 65, so 20 years. You will only have $148,000. So you're missing out on like, what, $700,000 by not starting earlier. And if you are 18 or 19 and getting your first job, look at how many more years you've got. You've got like six more years on everybody Mm -hmm. that you've now started your compounding. Mm -hmm. And I know there's a couple other examples that they taught in some of, you know, the business calc classes and stuff I took. It's been a really long time. Um, where even the $700 a month, they show like a 20-year-old who puts $700 a month away for seven years, never touches it, does it till he's 27. Then they start a guy who's 45, puts the same amount away for seven years. The one who started when he was younger had millions, where the other one had a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. So 
though you don't think you want to worry about retirement, pay yourself first. Always, always, always make sure that you save, 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 Mm -hmm. put it in some, your medical savings, make sure you have it just regular savings that you can easily get to, but then invest in yourself. Yeah. Because honestly, no one else is going to. Well, and you can't retire on $100,000. No. And most jobs in this industry, most of us will not stay with a company forever. I mean, if you end up working for an amazing corporation, like one of the color companies or Mm -hmm. one of the nail companies, they may offer something, but there's no reason you can't do it too. too. Because what if you don't stay there? And then you went, oh, I really... You know, that retirement was okay, but I really wish I would have started at 20 and put away this money because I had it. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to say that if you have a couple uh, hard five years, you know, when you're 35, that you can't just stop for a little bit. Right. But um, but you need to start. And yeah. I know it's the last thing you're thinking about, but a really great financial advisor will get you where you want to be. And I know that this industry is very labor intensive, though you don't really think about it when you first get into it. I mean, Heidi has a lot of issues with her shoulders and her hands. Yeah, and It breaks down your body pretty it, quickly. It does. And most a lot of stylists have issues with their backs and their knees from standing and their elbows. And I have been pretty lucky. I don't have a lot of issues because I do stand on a mat um, that has helped quite a bit. But I have a little bit of issues with my knee. Um, and because of the way I lean, but not severe, but mine is my hands. My hands have the repetitive motion over and over in my hands and wrists has caused me some issue. And for you, that's like, uh, that was a lot in the lashes and you've stopped doing that. So, you know, maybe eventually that will heal a little bit, but you still do have repetitive motion when you're tearing off black. It is. And that I've seen a lot in my wrists Mm -hmm. and I'll notice it when I do other things. Yeah. So I made, I mean, I didn't start my retirement probably till I was about 30 and I didn't put a lot away because I was, you know, a brand new mom and just starting a business, but I made sure that that was something that I did start and that I would rather have the money in there than buying coffee. Right. I made sure to invest that because I want to be able to retire. I don't want to count on my child to take care of me. No. She should be able to go out in the world and do her thing and not have to worry about me because I chose not to do it. Not because I couldn't, I just chose not to. Right. So, and I mean, Heidi does not have a retirement. No, I don't, but it's, my situation is completely different. Yes. I'm, I'm married. Right. And, um, not ha- to say, not to say that you can't have, a, you know, not to say that you shouldn't put right. money away for this. I just never worried about it because my husband has a phenomenal retirement package. Right. And so I never worried about it. Um, and because I don't go into my marriage thinking we're going to get divorced, it's not something that I even thought that I would need because right. I'm just assuming that right. when we retire, we're retiring together. Correct. So, and he thought so too. So he made sure when he pulled money out, it was enough for both of you to retire. Yes. When he decided on those amounts. So it depends on your situation, but most of you getting right out of school are single. There is no reason for you to right now not have that money put aside. Exactly. And there are going to be some things, you know, if you do get married, you might want to talk to an attorney about protecting some of those assets in your business. Yeah. But because I would absolutely, if I went into a marriage at this point, there would be a prenup that protected my business Mm -hmm. because I've worked too hard and I wouldn't want to share that retirement with someone. I mean, hoping that I marry someone that I will not be divorcing would be amazing. But you don't ever know that. I mean, 
Sometimes you do. <laughs> but I guess generally. There's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. So building a um, strong retirement is going to protect you as you do age. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to have to say, oh, my God, I have to work till I'm like 80. So you're still cutting hair. Or you're still trying to do nails or you're still waxing at 80. And then you've broken down your body so badly yes. that when you do retire, you can't do anything fun because all you can do is sit around because you hurt too bad. Exactly. And you can't afford to go anywhere because you put nothing aside. Right. And with the rule of compounding, I mean, it's silly not to do it because you're just, your money is working for you while you're over here working. Right. There's really no reason to not. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at my notes and they're really far <laughs> away and I'm not wearing my glasses. Well, and she put them in a really crazy color that you can't see. Oh. Well, and the other thing is start really small. You know, if you want to start with 40 bucks, start with whatever their very minimum is, but review it yearly. Re when you do your yearly taxes and you see how much you made and you review your yearly budgeting, make sure that you look and you go, you know what? I can afford an extra 50 bucks a month. I'm going to do that. Or I can afford an extra $200 a month. Let's up it. Mm -hmm. You know, I do know stylists who did get that advice and they're our age and they have, you know, half a million dollars mm -hmm. or a million dollars in retirement already because they put the max amount away right away. Like, cause you need to start. I mean, I know like, at, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, you aren't thinking about um, a, a whole lot about your future. You're just, well, you you're are, letting, you're thinking about your future in this business. Yeah. But you're not thinking like, well, when I'm 80, what am I going to do? Right. Like you don't, and I, and we, you know, that's normal because that's just, when we're that age, but the reality we're living of in it, the now, but you have to look further ahead. You yes. have to. Well, and the reality of it is you're going to be your own business. Mm -hmm. So you have to provide that for yourself. Yes. So you're, you have to go in this with the mentality that I have to provide, you know, all the product for the business and I have to provide and be there to work in the business. But on the employee side, cause you are the employee of your business, how do you want your employee to be treated? Do you want them to have a good retirement? Do you want them, you know, provide them with insurance? You know, do you want to provide them with vacations? Those are things that you kind of have to look at yourself from both aspects. Yes, your business is amazing, but you are the employee of this business. Treat your employee well, and that should great. Be, that should also just be part of your budgeting. Absolutely. It should absolutely it be, should be on your budgeting tool. And so you just know that even if you are, you know, you're 18 and you can only put in $30 a month, you're still doing it. You're putting something in. You just don't go out to dinner one night. Don't eat fast food twice in a week. Right. That money will be worth so much more than whatever you, you know, spent on that burger Right. Put that money aside. When you're 75, you want to be like, oh, man, I wish that I had not spent all that money at McDonald's. Right. <laughs> I wish I would have invested in it. Yeah. You know, because there's a small, so some other cool um, uh, online apps that will teach you how to invest in stocks, which mm -hmm. I just started doing about five years ago. And I actually created one for my daughter. And so when she turns 18, um, I will be able to roll it over to her. And so she can continue investing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, allergies. It's the worst. Um, but that has been kind of a fun way for me where I started out where I was just doing 50 bucks a month and I bought, you know, some an aggressive mix and I kind of went with what, 
the you know they kind of t- teach you along the way, which is kind of fun. I use Stash. I know some people use. I think Acorn does yes, some of that. A couple, yeah. There's a couple other ones. Um, I really enjoy Stash because it has all these teaching tools and which is great. And plus, they also have a retirement you can open on there and some different cool stuff. But you start with five dollars investing. There, that's their limit, five bucks. Mm-hmm. So I started. So every week I'm like, oh, what should I buy today? Like I have some set stash once a week that go into different stocks. So I will have, so even during all this shutdown that we recently had, had I absolutely needed it. I would never have wanted to sell my stocks, but I had that money. Yeah. I mean, it's the worst time. You don't ever want to sell it because the only time you lose is if you're not playing Mm. or when you sell everything when it's low. Yeah. I mean, I don't know very much about it. It's been very fun to learn though. Yeah. And so there's a couple different ways to do it. And don't put all your money in. You'll if you get a good financial advisor, they will tell you, do not put all your eggs in one basket. You don't just go and buy a whole bunch of one thing and be like, this is gonna be it. No, you buy some stocks and some bonds and some they so they put your stuff in different yeah. baskets. Yeah. And it's just important. You don't have to know everything about it. Know that you trust your advisor and te- learn from them because it they'll simplify it. And you really need to have a plan like you do with everything. It's part of your plan. Yeah. And it is. It's definitely um, something that you really, really have to um, consider because you, you know, you're not going to be able to work forever. No. And you just, you just aren't like. Well, and you don't want to. Well, I mean, I, maybe some people do, but I don't want to keel over at 110, still waxing people. Oh, I love my clients, but I don't want to do it. I'm honestly, let's let's be honest. Would you go to someone to wax you who's a hundred years old? Well, I'm amazing, so yes. No, <laughs> um, no, probably not. <laughs> but I don't want to have to be working or get out of doing this because I'm so broken and be like, well, I have to go work as a greeter at Walmart. Well, and because and, I have to, and I don't want. I also don't want my children to have to be like, okay, well, so it's time to put mom in the nursing home, and but we can't afford nobody it. Nobody can afford to do that. So, right. and she didn't have any money. Yeah. And- so you know, like that's just not something that I really want to do. I don't want to worry about something like that. No. I don't, and I am not part of. Um, there are some people who really feel that because they gave their children all of these things. That their children that should That their children, yeah, their children should then return the favor. Well, but, here's the other thing. What if you don't have children? Yeah. What if you end up, I didn't have my daughter until I was in my 30s. If I had had that mentality, you know, it would have been, and then I ended up not having children, I would have really been in trouble. Yeah. Because no one's taking care of me then. No. Yeah. No husband, no child, the shelter. You're going to have to just go to the I'm gonna, shelter. I'm going to go live with Heidi because her husband planned. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just be like, oh, my God, that Jessica bitch is moving in. No way. Yep. Yep. See Sleeping that? on his couch. I'll be like 95. Right. He's only like a year or two older than me. Yeah, he's just a couple of years older. <laughs> so he'll be in a walker somewhere. It'll be well, fine. It doesn't matter because he said he's dying when he's 70. Anyway, oh, yeah. Because he doesn't want to live past 70. Because so. he's silly. Yeah, he's a little weird. Yeah, but. Anyways, guys, this one's kind of a quick short one because there's not a lot to talk about, but we really just want you to think about it and to take some action. It needs to be, and it needs to be thought about like as part of your budget. When you're doing your budget, you should be thinking about like maybe you can't do it the first year, but you start the second year and you make sure that it is part of your budget. Yep. And start, and it's part of your yearly review. Yeah. 
hey, let me go talk to my financial advisor. I have an appointment with mine next week. And I actually usually just talk to her once a year. And I'm like, yep, I'm still good where I'm at. But this will be the first time in about three years that we're going to sit down because I'm changing a whole bunch of things. Yeah. So so just keep it simple, but really get the assistance you need yep. and make sure that you plan for it. Because the more you put it off, you heard the numbers, mm-hmm. you're missing out on a lot of money. You really are. So food yep. for thought. Yep. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week.